It's October 2019. The crowd cheers as the JCI Philippines National Convention gets underway. You're excited for your one year to lead, and the feeling is surreal. You roll into 2020, wide-eyed and full of optimism. It's your time to shine. You want to start the year off with a bang. And it did. The Taal volcano in the Philippines has thrown molten rock into the sky, triggering official warnings that a hazardous eruption of toxic gas may be imminent. Government officials in Batangas, where the volcano is located, have placed the province under a state of calamity, and tens of thousands of people have been evacuated. Another 300,000 more are set to be moved to safer ground over the next few days. At around 3 in the afternoon, on January 12th, the Taal volcano erupts, and thousands are forced to evacuate their homes. The entire country, together with organizations like JCI, come together and immediately make an impact. There's a sense of calm. Everything settles down, and most of the evacuees are back home. Slowly picking up the pieces, it's starting again. But the excitement is short-lived. Because something looms in the distance. Chinese health authorities are still working to identify the virus behind a pneumonia outbreak in the central city of Wuhan. According to authorities, the number of cases has increased to 44, with 11 of them in serious condition. Concern is growing over a possible outbreak of a new SARS-like virus. The flu-like mystery illness first reported in China, already spreading to Japan and Thailand. Somehow you try to shrug it off. I don't think it'll happen here, you optimistically tell yourself. And for a moment you forget how incompetent our country is when it comes to national emergencies. And not too far away, a threat is slowly making its way onto our shores. The Philippines has reported the first death from the new coronavirus outside of China. Officials in Manila say the 44-year-old man came from the province of Wuhan, the Chinese province hardest hit by the outbreak. The death toll in China has now topped 300. More than 14, Seemingly overnight, everything changes. One confirmed case, and then 10, 50, 100. It takes everyone by surprise. <laughs> Hospitals are overrun and businesses are shut down. The entire country is at a standstill. People are faced with so much uncertainty. No one knows what will happen and no one knows what to do. You have so many questions. As a leader, how does one lead in a time like this? And as a JCI president, what happens to my one year to lead? How can I still make an impact? I know I'm not the only one who had these thoughts racing through his head.
Hey, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to So You Think You Can Lead. I'm your host, Jed Maguera, the 2020 president of JCI Lipa. For all the JCI members tuned in, once again, welcome. And for those of you who happen to stumble upon this podcast and have little or no idea what JCI is, don't worry. You guys are also very much welcome here. To explain briefly, the Junior Chamber International, or JCI, is a global network of young, active citizens. And our goal as members is to develop leadership qualities and create positive change in our communities. And this podcast is meant to share my leadership journey with you. And hopefully, we can grow as leaders together. I hope you guys enjoyed the first part of the podcast, and it gave you an idea of how the year has turned out so far. I guess we could all agree that calling 2020 difficult is an understatement. It started off with a bang, pun intended, with a Ta'al volcano eruption, and thousands of people were affected, and it was a really tough situation. Although, it was a great opportunity to be an active citizen, and JCI chapters from all over the country did a great job in the relief efforts, and we were able to help thousands of people. Unfortunately, while we were preparing for the second phase of the relief efforts, which would focus more on livelihood programs and rehabilitation for the evacuees, here comes another unwelcome visitor. The coronavirus, or COVID-19. And add to that the myriad of other things that have happened in the first three months of 2020, and here we are. In this episode, we're going to talk about the leadership challenges that we are facing in a time like this. COVID-19 took everyone by surprise, and one reason for that is most people in government weren't taking it seriously. And by the time they decided to act by implementing travel restrictions and community quarantines or lockdowns, it was already too late. And as of recording, the worldwide cases of COVID-19 have already reached over 1,400,000 cases with around 80,000 deaths. And with how things are going so far, the numbers will continue to rise. Failing to act quickly has its repercussions, and we see that happening now. For the government, there's the risk of social unrest and the loss of public trust. Government officials are either rising up to the challenge and being hailed as heroes, or failing miserably, and they are being branded as incompetent imbeciles. And if there's a time to be reminded to vote wisely, I guess this is it. And with the government restrictions in place, the economic fallout that soon followed can't be ignored. Businesses are at risk of closing down, and most are in survival mode. And of course, you also have to keep in mind the thousands of people who are out of work. And for civic organizations like JCI, the risk that we are facing is the lost opportunity to lead and be active citizens in a time when we are forced to stay put. But that doesn't mean that we can't do anything, right? Crisis is one of the most challenging times for leadership, but it's also a great opportunity for learning and growth. Personally, it's been tough for me both in business and in JCI because like most businesses, I don't think anyone had a contingency plan in place that specifically addresses the sudden disruption of business due to a global pandemic. And for JCI, the challenge was how to still be active and to still make an impact when again, you're essentially forced to stay at home. But with the insane amount of time that we have on our hands, I've come to find numerous ways on how you can still lead and make an impact in the time of corona. Let me start off by saying that being stuck at home is not an excuse to do absolutely nothing. And doing absolutely nothing is not an option. 
And with technology at our fingertips, there are tons of possibilities. Sharing valuable information and raising awareness on social media is more helpful than you'd think. Of course, just make sure that it's not fake news that you're spreading. Another thing that you could do is you could facilitate donation drives online, and a lot of organizations are doing this. And this has been of great help for our frontliners. And for the most part, you don't even have to be physically present, but you're still making a tremendous amount of impact. Another thing you could do is conduct online meetings and webinars on Zoom. To be honest, I've never even heard of Zoom until recently. And a lot of private institutions and JCI chapters have been hosting webinars, and I've attended a couple of them, and they're all doing an amazing job. You see, these are just some of the ways on how you can still be an effective leader and an active citizen without being physically present and putting yourself and others at risk. And keep in mind, and I quote from Vinci Wong from the JCI Hong Kong JCS, that we have to be active citizens, not irresponsible ones. And in times of crisis, one of the first things that a leader should do is to make sure that the people are safe. With the chaos and uncertainty around us, people need a sense of stability. And that must come from you, the leader. You have to show that you are in control. Making quick decisions is also as important as making the right ones. Again, we don't have the luxury of time or the opportunity to go through the traditional decision-making process. And as a leader, there will be times when you must decide unilaterally and make the tough call on your own. And that's part of your growth, and you should embrace that. And I think one of the reasons why the government is struggling is because of the amount of red tape that's still rampant in the process of gaining access to personal protective equipments or PPEs and financial assistance. And in a time like this, the need for bureaucracy should be set aside for a bit, right? Because people need to make quick decisions. And the same thing goes with business. They have to decide fast and figure out ways on how to move forward because no one knows how long the situation will last. And again, there's no time to sit around and wait for things to unfold. The very survival of an organization depends on how you adapt and innovate. And that starts with the leader. There are tons of opportunities in times of crisis. You just have to sniff it out. Leaders are needed now more than ever. The world needs proactive citizens who are willing to make a difference. And you don't have to be a government official or a business owner or hold any sort of leadership position. Leaders can come in many different shapes and sizes. And your impact, big or small, can help jumpstart the world back into normalcy. Be creative. The opportunity to lead and make a difference is out there. But it starts with doing something. Don't sit around and watch everything unfold. You can be the difference this world needs. Thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of So You Think You Can Lead. Whether you are a part of JCI or not, I hope this podcast can be a safe space for you to learn new things and think outside the box to be of service to others. Join me again next time as we continue to find ways to create positive change in our communities. If you like this episode, please don't forget to subscribe and share. Once again, this has been Jed Mangera, the 2020 president of JCI Dipa. I'll see you again soon.